54 Delilah's Barber Shop preached in the First Presbyterian Church of Bakerstown on Sunday, July 22, 1973. The text is taken from Judges of the 16th chapter, the 10th through the 22nd verses. Upon that particular lone incident in the life of Samson, we concentrated on, on it so much that oftentimes we overlook the episodes, the exploits, the experiences that happened to Samson before he found his way to Delilah's barbershop. Those things that happened in his life which led him to Delilah's barbershop. You see, Samson had no intention of going to Delilah's to get a haircut. As a matter of fact, I think he had something entirely different in mind. But it's a haircut that he got. You see, I, I really don't think anyone in his sound mind really plans and is determined to go to that particular place in life, wherever it is, where his strength will be sapped, his good common sense scalped, his reputation stripped, and his integrity sheared. No. No man ever plans to go on the way to destruction. Yet you realize it happens every day and every hour in every day to somebody. You see, as, as Samson finds out, the truth is the same for you and for me. The way to Delilah's barber shop is never easy. It's never quick. It's never fast. It's never instantaneous. But the trip is always slow. Always gradual, usually unsuspecting. You see, Samson headed and was on the road for Delilah's barber shop long before the day he got that haircut. Long before. Samson began on that trip to the barber shop when he began to take God for granted. That's right. I, I'm, I'm sure Samson had to know something about that pre-announcement that was made by the angel of the Lord to his mother and his father. You know, his mother wasn't supposed to have any children. The angel of the Lord came to her and said that she would conceive and bring forth a son. His name would be Sunshine or Samson. I'm sure he, he knew of this story, but he took it for granted. This man, like you and me, he was destined for a great destiny. But he took it for granted. This man, he was given the credentials for leadership. But he took them for granted. 
This man had been raised by religious parents who had gone to great degree to see that he was raised a Nazarite, which means that they made great efforts to see that no razor ever touched his head, no wine, nor strong drink, or unclean food, his lips. They took him to church, they gave him the best training that they could, but Samson took all of this for granted. Never once do you see Samson going to worship. Never once. Read the 13th through the 16th chapters of the book of Judges. Never once will you see him making a sacrifice to express thanksgiving to God from whom all blessings flow. Never once. And only once do you see him opening his mouth in a prayer to give praise to God. And that is when he was very young and when he was terribly thirsty and as asking for a drink of water. At no time do you see him like our Lord Jesus Christ going up into the mountains or, or out into the lake or into the garden to ask for instructions and for help and for guidance as to the Lord's will. Never once. He took God for granted. And when one does that, he's like Samson on his way to the barbershop. How many times I see it in the church when people begin to take God for granted. No longer make the effort that is required to get up on a Sunday morning and come to worship. When they no longer make the sacrifice to give of time and talent and yes of their money and they begin to think salvation is something they can take for granted when people no longer study their bibles and say their prayers look out look out they're just taking another step on the road to Delilah's barbershop. Samson, Samson took another step when, when he began to take others for granted. And oh, Samson was really good at this. I don't know if it was because of his power, his prowess, his prestige, but others to him were things to be used. Remember? Remember against the advice of his parents, which he could not listen to, he, he went and married the Philistine girl. And when she betrayed him, and let's be fair, she betrayed him out of fear for her own life and that of her father and his family because of some stupid wager that Samson had made with Philist the Philistines concerning some riddle about a lion and honey. Samson, when he found out he had been betrayed, he never bothered to find out why. He never even thought of forgiving his wife. He just left her like a thing. And then later on, when he wanted to come back and feed his fleshy appetites upon her, and her father refused to allow him into the house because he claimed that Samson had left her like a thing, so he had given her to another man, the best man at Samson's marriage. 
to become his wife. Samson became so angry that he went out and he collected 300 foxes and he took them one here and one here and he tied the tails of two of them together and then he put torches to the tails and then he put them afire and then he sent those 150 teams of, of foxes throughout the harvest fields to set them ablaze. You see, Samson didn't care about others. They were just things to be used. Remember when he lost the wager to, uh, to those Philistines? The wager which, by the way, he himself had set. He paid up. He had to give them 30 pieces of clothes or 30 new suits. So he went and got the 30 suits from Philistines after he murdered them. And, then, and, and when he's standing on that hillside, having murdered 1,000 Philistines, you can almost see him with a big smile upon his face as he murdered them with a jaw of a jackass in his hand. That woman, that harlot, that he went to visit in Gaza, he went to use her. And even the woman whom he claimed he loved, Delilah. Three times he lied to her about the source of his strength. He did so treating her as a thing, an object for his own amusement. When you take other people for granted, you're on your way to Delilah's barbershop. That, you see, is why the Lord, one of the reasons our Lord told us to do unto others as we would have them to do unto us, to love our neighbors as ourselves. He did it not for the sake of the neighbors or for the other people only. He did it for our sakes as well. For God knows through Jesus Christ that if we begin to take other people for granted and do not love them, We're on our way to the barber's chair. That's what happened to Samson, and Samson took a real giant step to Delilah's barber shop the day when he began to take himself for granted. That's what he did, you know. Maybe it was because of his successful victories over the Philistines. Maybe it was because he had so wisely disturbed the wiles of, of Delilah. But Samson, like some of us, began to take himself for granted when he believed himself to be invincible. When he really believed he was invulnerable. When he thought he was so strong and so wise that there would be absolutely nobody or no thing that could hurt him in this life. He really started to get closer to Delilah's barbershop. And that's the way that it happened. You see, Samson thought his strength was in his hair. <laughs> 
Samson had to find out like some people have to find out today. Nobody's strength is in their hair. People, people have worn different hairstyles in different periods of history, but never has there been strength in hair. Oh, a sign or a symbol of something, yes, I'm not quite sure what the hair lengths of today symbolize. Perhaps it's conformity, maybe individuality or independence. I'm not sure, but in the day of Samson, one's hair, when it was allowed to grow long, symbolized, and that's all it was, just a sign, of one's devotion to God. It was not the cutting off of the hair that sapped the strength of Samson. It was when he no longer was devoted to God. You see, Samson did not lose his strength in a single day, in a single haircut, or in a single hour. That strength had been ebbing out of him for some time. It was only when Delilah sheared his locks that he began to realize that the Lord had left him. And you see, the Lord never leaves anybody easily. The Lord never wanted to leave Samson. He never wants to leave you. He never wants to leave me. As a matter of fact, he will fight and fight before he leaves. And there's only one way the Lord walks out of a person's life, and that is when he's pushed out. And that's exactly what Samson did when he began to think that he was invincible, invulnerable, when he was untouchable and unconquerable. And that's what happens to you and to me. We push God out of our lives. And the Spirit of the Lord leaves us when we take ourselves for granted and forget who we are. It's not the end of the story, you remember. The Philistines came and captured him in the barber shop. They gouged out his eyes. He went to prison. He had to view the a part of forced labor. But then, like the time for some of us, it's only when he was blinded that he began to see. And there in prison, the hair began to grow again, and, and he began to again beware of the fact of the psalmist that one's strength is in the Lord. And he asked for God's help, and God gave it to him. And you'll remember the story when he put his arms around the two pillars in the banquet hall, and literally he pulled down the roof not only upon 3,000 Philistines, but also upon himself. And Samson died. This story is not a Christian story. Because, you see, though there was an opportunity for Samson to regain some retribution. There is no sign of repentance 
renewal, regeneration, rebirth, reconciliation, none of this which is possible only through Jesus Christ and which is open to us when in the barber shop we ask God for another chance and we have it through Jesus Christ who is our victory. But you see this story ends with Samson pulling down the roof upon himself and upon others. Some people you see they think that it was Delilah that destroyed Samson. It, it wasn't Delilah. Nor was it the Philistines. Samson destroyed Samson. And out there, ladies and gentlemen, waiting for you and for me, wanting, waiting to welcome you and me, is some Delilah in her barbershop. Oh yes, it was Delilah who arranged for the barber to do the cutting. But from this sermon remember this one thing. It was Samson who walked into Delilah's barbershop. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And he who has eyes to see, let him see. Amen.